Good morning everyone, this is Grania Tyndall here from Numbers for Success and today's date is the 24th of August 2020 and once again thank you all, each and every one of you for taking the time to stop by wherever you are in the world to just listen and to maybe get some inspiration from the work that I do as an international numerologist and soul seer. And it's a great honour for me to do these podcasts. I so enjoy them. And I just want to thank all my Patreons who enable me to keep this work going. And of course, I must do the little bit of, uh, as we usually do, the little bit of information gathering in the beginning, such as if you need to contact me, please do so on numbers for success, the number four in the middle, dot com, or on Instagram or Facebook. And also, if you want to become a Patreon of my work, to enable me to keep doing this special work that I so enjoy, please check out patreon.com forward slash numbers for success. Now that's all that little fiddly bits out of the way. So as we continue this journey of solutions for daily living, I've been working with the A to Z guide and it's, it's something I feel that as we continue to grow and evolve, and and get to know who we are these are attributes as i call them that if we utilize them and have them as part of our you know daily living it will certainly enable us to be able to to live our life purpose and our potential and skills to its full capacity and i know certainly we are now here in ireland anyway we're back to some restrictive movements again due to more government regulations and it's been it's been very challenging for people of all ages and you know for different friends who wanted to have birthday parties or for you know people who just want to gather with their families there's been restrictions of six people or less so I guess with that in mind I feel you know with the attribute that we're going to talk about today is hugely important and very significant And I think it's probably one of the greatest attributes that we have to work with at this time, especially as we head into um, more autumn-like days, certainly here. And it's, you know, it's, it's something that we have to make sure we never give up on. So the first attribute we spoke about weeks ago was acceptance, A for acceptance, B for balance, C for compassion, D for determination, E for equilibrium, F was for forgiveness. Last week was G. Last week was G for gratitude. And H is for hope. Now, for me, and I'm sure for many of you listening, hope is what we really, really would benefit from the moment. At times, I understand. I've been working with people for many years now, 25 years. At times, people go through it as I have a feeling of hopelessness where there's no hope, there's no light, there's no no reason for getting up. But of course there is, there always is. And it was, would you believe, it was Michelangelo, good old Michelangelo, who was a, obviously, you know, an Italian painter, architect, sculptor, and a poet, and a Renaissance artist of, you know, probably, for me, one of the greatest um, visual artists of all time. And it was he who said this. The greatest danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but that it is too low 
and we reach it. So Michelangelo, who who was born from kind of humble beginnings, he was born, well, his parents were bankers, but, but still he was still quite a, you know, from a humble background compared to what he got to. He um, had real high hopes and high dreams and he never allowed anyone else's belief of where he should go to stop him from emerging as one of the, well, in my opinion, one of the greatest leaders of the Renaissance. And I believe we are also going through a Renaissance at this moment in the world where we are creating the new blueprint for the future generations, and that's what's going on. And for people like Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci, just for those two artists in particular, there's many, many more, but of that Renaissance period, they broke through barriers. They aimed, they aimed high. They broke through convention. And it was good old Albert Einstein, who I'm a great fan of. I don't know whether he said this, but I like it anyway. And it's great spirits have always encountered violent opposition for mediocre minds. <laughs> so I feel that's very true because in order to really be seen and heard and to break through convention, we will be put down by those who could maybe come from what he says, mediocre minds. Again, that's his opinion. And here at the weekend in Ireland, we had a, a march and the march was for civil rights. Um, there was many thousands of people there talking about the civil rights that we have as human to be able to choose whether to wear a mask or not. And I'm not talking political, I'm just sharing what the march was about. And also there was other speakers there talking about from the medical world, from the um, employment world and so forth. And it was a mask where people have the rights to speaking their truth. And what has emerged from that whole experience is a divide. And the divide is, you know, those who agree with what's going on and those who don't, obviously. But what's happening is there is information being misheld and misused. And I suppose it could put people into a sense of desperation. And it is already causing many arrests and people are wanting and fighting to be heard and I feel at this time this is what we as human are going through the desire to be heard to be supported and that's what we must do and that's where the hope piece comes in um you know and back to Michelangelo like five you know eight cent no hold on now yeah he was born in I tell you now he was born in 15 1475 and he died in 1564 he he died just short of his 89th birthday and I mean and at that time to live to be 89 was unheard of because the uh, the life expectancy would have been in the late 30s early 40s so for somebody to live to that age but I believe whilst he went through a time of historical turmoil, can you imagine around that time, the Middle Ages? Um, he had a dream, he had a vision, and his hope was his art, his creation, his sculpting and so forth. And if you think about it, he was offered that commission to paint the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, which I've had the honor of seeing a number of times. And he lay on his back, on his back, on a wooden plank, for four years, from 1508 
1512. Painting, to me, the most beautiful images that you could even create. And of course, he made the statue, or he sculpted the statue of David, which I've had the honor of seeing a number of times. And to the, even every time I see it, it still baffles me to think that someone actually created this from a block of marble. But of course, Leon, um, Michelangelo is known as saying that he basically had to take David out of the marble. He just had to cut around the edges, <laughs> um, which is quite an achievement. If you can see the rib cage of this, this beautiful, massive, massive piece of work. And it's so beautiful. It's just awe striking. So he really had this sense of not aiming low, aiming high. And, you know, he had a lifetime that was filled with high energy. And, you know, to make a commitment like that, to lie on your back for four years, I mean, geez, that is some experience. And, you know, he he really was, you know, he had this ability to just never give up on the idea that anything is possible. And if you look at the word impossible, it's also I'm possible. And it is. And we have to believe as human that it is. And certainly on a personal level, for me, the last couple of weeks in my experience has been probably the most challenging I can genuinely say I've had in many, many years. And I'm sure there's many listeners out there who have equally gone through um, a lot of challenges, not just all the time related to what's going on in the the pandemic but also energetically like energetically we are going through as I keep saying this new blueprint of the new way of being the renaissance and you know energetically we had the Lionsgate portal on the 8th of the 8th which really was the factor for really bringing heightened awareness to people now whether you believe this or not we're all affected by the planets because we're on a planet we're on earth we're moving so therefore we have to be affected by the surrounding energies and uh, by the virtue of the fact that we're you know primarily water and we're energy we're going to be affected by the the moon and by the other motions so so give yourselves a break and be kind to yourselves because we're we're fast tracking into another very um extraordinary period which i will be talking about um next week i will do next week's podcast we'll we'll be talking a little bit about the energies of september and i'll also be doing some live facebook stuff on on september 1st which happens to be my birthday so there you are so but but energetically these last two weeks i've had to be tested about hope and that's why i'm talking from personal experience where you know there's been times i've wanted to give up hope because overwhelming with between dramas and um you know friendships being tested um just dramas of other people's lives infringing on me and and just what's going on energetically in the world so don't give up on this baby in the words of david soul back in the 70s and to make sure that you find hope on a daily basis you may have heard me speak about the wonderful work of Viktor Frankl he wrote the book Man's Search for Meaning and he and his wife and his children they were 
incarcerated in the concentration camps during the Second World War and his wife and children unfortunately died. He survived and within that experience every day he found something to find hope. And I I think of Viktor Frankl, I always see black and white, but I always see like a colour of a, we say like a butterfly or a rose. He, he found beauty even in, you know, the, the most dire of circumstances. So that's what we have to do, dear friends. So, you know, this for this week, you know, make sure that you, you know, above all, aim, never to aim low, think high. You are a divine piece of spirit and you know you are connected to everything and everyone so we can create miracles and that's what we have to do and definitely you know try not to listen to to other people's limitations and certainly if you say feel and hear yourself saying things that maybe are you know put downs about yourself just try and be aware of that and try and shut it off and remember Good old Albert Einstein, great spirits have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds. <laughs> I like that. And just think about good old Michelangelo five centuries ago, uh, lying on his back. And remember, just, just imagine him telling you that you can do anything. And the greatest danger is not having too much hope, but in reaching what you have perceived as hopeless. And that's really, really important. So, as usual, I usually then, I like to talk in my podcast about someone whose maybe birthday it is, or in some cases, death death day. <laughs> how perfect, how happy. But they're always interesting people. And I couldn't really find someone for today, to be truthful. But I definitely found someone whose birthday had been yesterday. And I feel I wanted to talk about him because he was one. Of, he was somebody I really admired. And it's hard to believe, but he would have been 50 yesterday. 50 years old because he will always be immortalized as a young man and it's River Phoenix. Now River Phoenix is the eldest brother of Joaquin Phoenix, one of the um, Oscar winning actors from The Joker, uh, Gladiator and um, many other movies and uh, you know Joaquin was a lot younger than River um, and River was his eldest brother. They lived a very bohemian life. Their parents were the um, archetypal uh, hippies from the 60s living free-spirited no homes moving around just being in the moment so they had a number of children ranging names such as river rain summer autumn and joaquin i just think they're fabulous um now their surname would you believe was bottom which is a little bit different so they changed that to phoenix <laughs> and um they moved around and they eventually found themselves out the west out in um california and of course river was a very beautiful looking little boy and his parents put him into advertisements which he very successfully started to do and uh before long, River was been, um, you know, he did a first film when he was about 12, Stand By Me. And yeah, he was 12 years old. Uh, he was really good, um, actually, in it. And uh, actually, he was a little bit older. He was actually 16, but he looked like a 12-year-old. And he, he just had this ability to become the characters that he was playing. And he rose very quickly through the ranks of success. In fact, he supported his family and he supported his brothers and sisters um, throughout that time, bought them houses, you know, paid for all the bills. Like he, 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 he took on a uh, quite a serious role from a very young age. Now, 
Um, he is a number three life path. He was born the 23rd of August, 1970. And he was somebody that found the whole experience daunting, even though he's a three life path. To be a three is very much about being out there energetically, um, you know, being at the limelight. Um, a lot of actors, singers, musicians um, are number three life paths. But the thing about a three is three needs to get balance and uh, I'm a three life path and they they can sometimes be hugely sensitive and yes they can be out there so before long you know River found himself you know at all the Hollywood parties and stuff and he just didn't feel it was really him he just didn't feel he he belonged or connected um because he, he was a real advocate for animal rights and um and for the for the earth you know he fought for um the, the rainforests and so forth like way before it became something that was you know so important as it is today that we know now so um he was a gifted musician which not which would also be a part of being the three and he loved music and music was really his first love it just that it happened he got into movies because he had to support his family so there's quite a responsibility on this young man's shoulders from a very very young age now he told he chose to take it on and then of course he owned and bought a nightclub called the viper rooms and uh he owned that with a number of other uh, key musicians and actors at the time and unfortunately he went down the slippery slope of drug addiction especially heroin and he died on October 31st, um, 1993. He was only 23 years old. So it's 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 so it's it's hard to believe he's actually gone because he's still very prevalent. And you know his brother took on the reins and mentioned him in the last Oscar speech, which I'm really glad because I'm sure he was a huge influence. But River was something someone who it, it was just I feel it was too hard for him to be on the earth I mean whilst he could enjoy the fame and fortune which he obviously did um, there was also a great sense of um, this inner world that he would crave for so happy birthday River I can't believe you're almost you would have been 50 yesterday <laughs> and uh, then we had um, I just thought I'd mention um, the 23rd of August uh, in the 12th century good old William Wallace was born and he was the the great Scottish uh, healer, uh, sorry, healer, healer in, to many people in terms of trying to heal the rift between the English and the Scots. He was a, a heroine, a her hero, I should say. <laughs> um, and he, I'm thinking of H, and he brought great hope to his people when he won a battle against the British. But alas, he ended up a bit like Cicero, drawn uh, uh, and quartered and his head put on London Bridge. So, um, and Cicero had the same experience on another bridge. So um, it's, you know, again, about the mediocre minds and sometimes um, people who really want to high, have high hopes can sometimes that can happen. But that doesn't mean you have to go through that. It doesn't mean you have to, um, you know, go through the, the, what some of these great heroes and heroines have gone through to create the blueprint for our lives now. And as we go through this Renaissance period, uh, aim high that's really important and then I just wanted to um, just give one of your just a little affirmation for uh, the week ahead uh, I work with the four agreements which are based on a, the Toltec tradition and the four agreements are this and if we can live these agreements apparently we will live life 
uh, very, very well. And it's be impeccable with your word. Always do your best. Don't make assumptions. And the biggest one, don't take anything personally. Mm. So our message for this week is for all of us, be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the word and the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. So when you're impeccable with your word, it means that you only use it to bring love and peace and harmony as opposed to gossiping and putting people down. Now, if we could all do that, it would make the world a much better place and people would have the power of free speech, which we're meant to have, and be able to give an opinion. So why not start this today when you hear this podcast or whenever you hear this podcast that you can take responsibility and and speak only with truth and justice for what you want to say. But once it's done with love and integrity, well, then it cannot be used against you. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Thank you to each and every one of you. Remember www.numbersforsuccess.com or www.patreon.com numbers for success there's a bit of a twist have a wonderful week and uh, thank you for your love and support and remember keep up those high hopes